All right, let's turn our attention to British politics, which hasn't been boring for a very long time. And our correspondent, and it's always a pleasure speaking with Ender Brady, to find out just what happens next after that crazy election. Ender Brady, thanks for joining us. Pleasure, boys. Good to speak to you again. It was a a staggering win for the Conservatives. But I've got a question, Ender. Did Boris win or Labour lose? Uh, precisely. I know. I, I do wonder what the result would have been had Boris Johnson been up against any other party being led by any other politician. I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out, is this a, a Boris Johnson Conservative win or could Labour have really you know, performed so much better had they not had Jeremy Corbyn as their leader. And he still hasn't stepped down. It is quite remarkable to suffer a defeat of that magnitude, and he still hasn't resigned. Where did he go wrong, do you think? Everywhere. Where do I start? (laughs) I mean, his policies, his manner, you know, this kind of very strange relationship with the media. I mean, really, in all honesty, Jeremy Corbyn is a politician from the early 1970s who has somehow managed to get himself into a two-horse race in 2019. Um, I mean, yeah, very, very strange. And a very strange English politician. You know, his whole world view, you just don't really meet people like Jeremy Corbyn. And the electorate here basically felt the same you know as much as he liked certain disliked certain aspects of british life people here did not like him and certainly did not like labor under his stewardship so how likely it is do you think that labor can rebuild in time for the next election which if everything goes to plan is five years away that's a great question i mean they need to sort out this kind of um, momentum is the name of the organization that, you know, inside Labour that has taken control of the party and taken it very much to uh, the extremes of left-wing politics. You know, they need to make up their minds. Do they want to remain a party that has these kind of, you know, wacky 1970s policies that are just not going to fly in Britain going forward into the 2020s? Or do they want to put together a party that is waiting to enter government? I think hand on heart, I think if Labour had sorted itself out, if they had a different leader with different policies, this would have been a far, far more close run race. And i just give you one example. You know, I go back to my time on work experience when I was a young student uh, journalist, 1995. I remember going on work experience to the Press Association in London, and Tony Blair was leader of the opposition, and he came in uh, on a visit while I was on work placement. And I mean, the guy had the air of a prime minister two years before he ever won an election. You know, he was a a government leader. He was a PM in waiting. He walked like one. He talked like one. He had the swagger. He had the policies. And he was just waiting for the chance to win an election. I mean, Labour need to find someone with that kind of power to bring people together. Yeah, has to be charisma. Yeah, it needs, needs the charisma. But also, in Labour's defence, they want to appeal to the working classes. Does the working class as a class still exist in the UK today? Yeah, very much so. And, and I'll tell you where they are, you know, primarily in the north of England. And these are working class constituencies that have always been Labour and they have abandoned the Labour Party in their drove this week. I mean, I was in Workington, which is a leave voting constituency that had been Labour for 97 out of the past 100 years. I was up there Thursday night into Friday morning when the results came through. And guess what? 
they switched to the Conservatives. And basically, people feel that they've been let down. You know, when you go to these constituencies, they feel that, you know, Jeremy Corbyn is completely out of touch with what they want. He doesn't offer them any hope. And Boris Johnson has been able to get there, get under the skin. He didn't even visit the constituency of Workington, not once. The only leader to actually go to that constituency during the campaign in five weeks was Nigel Farage. And yet the people in Workington, like so many other traditional red Labour constituencies in the north of England, working class places, people felt Boris Johnson offered them hope. And that is quite remarkable. Sort of back to what I was saying before, can Boris avoid getting into trouble for the next few years? He's he's known to be pretty slippery with the truth. Can he avoid stuffing up? Well, the first thing he needs to do is deliver Brexit. I mean, he has promised this. This was his key mantra. He had one phrase that he dropped in in every single interview, radio appearance, TV show, you name it. In the past five weeks, Boris Johnson would finish every interview, every answer. He would say, Let's get Brexit done. Three words. And that came over and over. And, you know, whether he can do it or not, it was proactive. People in leave constituencies, people who voted leave during the referendum in 2016, they were looking at Jeremy Corbyn and he was offering more negotiations, uh, the prospect and the promise of a better agreement and deal with Europe, and then a second referendum to the public, you know, whether to, to go with his fantasy deal that he would negotiate or remain in the European Union and people basically listened to Boris Johnson and overwhelmingly thought Do you know what, we need this impasse sorted out, this blockage in Parliament, we need to get Brexit done and Boris Johnson just five weeks blitz around the country, towns, villages everywhere he went, he would stand up and to cheers and acclaim he would shout let's get Brexit done and Jeremy Corbyn was going into radio studios and TV studios and saying, well, you know, I'm going to have more negotiation, I'll get us a better deal, and then I'll put it to the British public. And he refused to say how he would campaign if there was a second referendum. I mean, Boris Johnson just nailed it. Now he needs to deliver, and 2020 will start the very first day of January. People here will be wanting him to say, right, that's it, you know, we're going to get out of the European Union. And then, of course... Once he gets out of the European Union, he needs to start kind of delivering and making sure that the economy doesn't crash. Well, we know it's the wee small hours where you are in Brady. We always appreciate having you on the program. We will let you get back to bed. You can go and crash now, Ender. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute pleasure, boys. But I tell you what, it's an interesting time here. It really, really is. And your question is the, the key question. Can Boris Johnson behave himself? And a lot of people will be hoping that he can. <laughs> 